At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. on Wednesday, November 16th, 2011, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host, Alexi Wasser. The intro you just heard is a new one, all right? Usually I have another song playing for my intro, so I want you to tell me what you like better, this one or the old one, which is called JJ, uh, which is called Ecstasy by JJ from their album JJ. But that wasn't this week. Tonight I played a new one, and it's called Rome, as in the city of Rome in Italy. Uh, and it's by it's by an artist. Ugh, I never use the word artist. It's by an artist named Father. Oh wait. Oh goodness. I'm gonna see. It is by Father John Misty. All right. So basically, let me explain. Father John Misty is actually a guy named Josh Tillman. And for those of you who don't know who Josh is, Josh is the drummer of a band called Fleet Foxes. And before, Josh was doing uh, was doing solo work under the name Jay Tillman, but now he has a new solo project, and it's called Father John Misty. Anyway, so that was very exciting for me at least, and let me know if it was for you. Uh, let me know if you'd like me to play new music every week as an intro, if you like my ecstasy intro, or if you like this intro. Let me know. This is about you and me. Anyway, but that was a special sneak peek of one of his latest demos. It's not a finished product. Uh, it's a demo. Anyway, let's get back on track. You are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. Now, what is Boy Crazy Radio, you ask? 
Well, thank you so much for even asking. How wonderful of you. Okay, Boy Crazy Radio is basically my website, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com. Come to life in radio form, but more specifically, it's a call-in advice show. Okay, so just think of this as the new cooler love line. But instead of Dr. Drew, you get me, the cool big sister that you never even knew that you wanted, and maybe even the big sister that you jerk off to. You guys, are you gay, straight, bored, sick, twisted, morbidly obese, way too thin, a cutter, a shit talker, someone looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little less alone and need a shoulder to cry on? Are you a bossy monster control freak? Oh, my goodness, me too. Are you newly single, madly in love, addicted to anal sex, sex, or just makeouts? Do you have daddy issues? Fall in and out of love at the drop of a hat, but just as quickly you can turn on a dime and fall out of love and feel nothing, nothing at all? Do you just want to blow your fucking brains out? All right, I get it. Let me just let you know, you are not alone anymore. I promise I'm right here. This is what Boy Crazy Radio is here for. So call me. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? Then you have found the right place. Call me at area code 646-378-0649, or you can dial toll-free at area code 877-569-3588. You can also call me via Skype or Gmail because it's the future. Uh, Yeah, let's do this, people. And if you can't ever call me during the live show, I also have a Boy Crazy radio uh, I have a Boy Crazy Voice mailbox, and the number for that is area code 888-666-2045. Now, before I start telling you about my week and getting into all of that bullshit nonsense, let's get to you because that's what this is all about, and then I'll tell you how I feel about a lot of stuff that I noticed this week, including those crazy, dirty Facebook pictures that were all over the place that I thought were shocking. I, I thought, I thought, God, I never pay attention to people's feed. I can't believe how fucking dirty and out of control Facebook is. And then somebody today was like, yeah, yeah, asshole, it got hacked. Okay, Facebook was hacked the last, the last few days. And I was like, oh, because I've been, like, reporting people left and right because I was, like, genuinely offended by the crazy photos and of, like, you know, naked people and vaginas and, like, dead dogs and, like, blood and guts and, you know, Jesus with his dick out or whatever. Anyway, let me take a phone call. The first call is area code 919. Hello? Hello, who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And then tell me your problem. And this goes for everybody who's waiting to get through. That's everything I need you to tell me before you get into your, your bullshit. 919, what's happening? Hi, um, I'm Nan. I'm 21. And I'm from North Carolina, but I go to school in um, Washington State. So, okay, so what's happening? So I called you a very long time ago in June, I think, and I told you that I lost my mojo. And um, I got it back again after a little time. But now I feel like I not lost it again, but kind of like am very disillusioned about relationships, sort of. And okay, what happened? What happened? So I met a guy and we dated for a month, and it was like the first time I someone like treated me well, I guess, and like took me out to dinner and all the fun stuff that you talk about too. Um, Wait, you said so then, you took your virginity? No, he took me out to dinner. 
okay, cool. That's, that's, that's cool, too. Okay, go yeah. on. <laughs> um, but the one thing that was uh, missing was he never really listened to me speak, or, like, he would just talk at me <laughs> oh, wait, wait, for a whole month. That? But that was, that was the only problem? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot I, of other problems. I'm, but, fucking, I'm, I'm fucking with you. That's a huge problem. I'm just being silly. Okay, okay yeah. He didn't, he I mean, there's also a lot of other problems. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so, so you, you dated this guy. Yeah, and he, he was, like, pretty much, like, the ideal guy. We had a really good connection, um, except for that one thing. <laughs> But I guess what I'm asking is, I feel like this one thing keeps happening um, in a lot of my relationships, um, and I don't really know how to address it because I get really sh- shy, and I don't really... I mean, he ends up breaking up with me uh, because, I don't know, he said he was really uh, needed to focus on himself, but I feel like the whole relationship was about him. So I just don't know how to get out of, how to like <laughs> create a relationship where it's like not all about the other person, but at the same time, I feel like I'm victimizing myself, which is kind of a bad way to look at it, too. So. Well, yeah, listen for a second. So, like, so, first of all, before you're so quick to be disillusioned by relationships and thinking that you're losing your, your mojo or your sex drive or your whatever, or your swag, your swagger, is, is that, I'm sorry, that was horrible. <laughs> oh, that was so, that was so gross. I can't believe I just said that word. That was so gross for me, my whole body. Um, okay. Um, well, just take a moment to think about what didn't work and what worked for you in this relationship. When you when you tell me that like he was the ultimate guy, except he didn't, it was all about him and he didn't listen to you. Like that's kind of funny to me because uh, yeah, then he was not the ultimate guy, and you do have to take some responsibility for yourself because even on this phone call right now, like I don't even know if, if you're nervous or what your deal is, but like I do feel like I could steamroll you or something because you're a little bit wishy-washy just in the way you're coming across right now. But that's probably because you don't know me. I'm a stranger. You're calling for advice. It's like a, a, you know, you're kind of putting me on the pedestal to give you advice or, or talk to you like a big sister or whatever. So I get that, but just that's just a little thing I might be picking up on. But uh, assume some responsibility. Like if if you know now that you feel that you find guys who who aren't listening to you. Oh, before we get there, um, at least you've identified what you do not like. And so when the next guy comes around, if you feel like you aren't being heard and he's not listening to you or or making it enough about you and making it an even split, you know, and uh, within, you know, who's important in the relationship. Well, at least you know that. So you'll notice if you if you don't get that again, uh, you know, it's it's not working out. Or at least you can talk to the dude about it sooner before you waste like six months or a year. Now, who doesn't listen to you in your household? Everybody? Um, I mean, I guess so, yeah. I mean, I just have a really hard time. Maybe I'm just really sensitive, too. It's just what it is, but I'm I'm very sensitive also, and I have, I have to tell you when I was in my like late teens, early early twenties, or like probably like whatever, eighteen, nineteen, I had the hardest time saying no to people. I felt like I always had to say yes and do whatever anybody wanted me to do, even if it's like I got invited somewhere and I didn't want to go and I was tired, or or if I got a bad vibe from a person and I didn't really want to hang out with them, I felt like I had to hang out with them anyway because. On the you know on the surface they seemed to be nice and they were inviting me and they wanted to spend time with me a girl or a guy, and I just felt compelled to be a people pleaser, and 
let me tell you that one of the most powerful things in the world is, well, there are two things. And the first one is learning how to say no and trusting your gut. Okay, so if you don't want to hang out with someone or you don't want to do something and you feel like you could easily be bullied into doing something and just, uh, God, I'm just going to say yes to whatever they want because, like, it's too scary just to say no or, or just, you know, yeah. always just say no. It's the most powerful thing in the world to learn how to say no and to take take charge of your life and say you don't want to do something. It doesn't mean you have to be an asshole to somebody. It just means that you go, oh, no, I can't make it, or, um, yeah, no, thank you for, thanks for inviting me, but I think I, I have to go do this and make up some excuse. That's just one aspect, because I'm just guessing that maybe you have a hard time saying no, because it seems like you might not have a good handle on sticking up for yourself. Also, are you a middle child? No, I'm the oldest. <laughs> You're the oldest so. child. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't. Um, I don't really have that much of a connection with my family, so that might be it too. That they don't really listen. We don't really. We're not really in each other's lives. It's not like we don't like each other or just not in, in each other's lives. Does that make sense? Well, I'm not a therapist. I don't claim to be a therapist. I'm not. I'm not Dr. Yeah. Drew. Are Are you in therapy? Have you ever been in therapy? Yeah, I was for a year last year because I was getting really, I went through a huge depression. <laughs> but I you feel did. better now. But, yeah. I was living alone. Okay, <laughs> you're living alone. You went through a, a, a heavy depression. What did your therapist at the time say the depression was, was about? What was it about? Um, just my environment was not really conducive to being able to express myself, I guess. What was the, what um, was the environment? Um, just like a small school, small. And the last time I said this, used small liberal school. I felt really pretentious, but that's what it is. Pretty homogenous, mostly upper middle class, middle class white kids, as offensive as that sounds. But, um, yeah, that's what it is. Yep, and you were, you were like living on campus? Um, yeah, I was living on campus. And now you don't now you live by yourself and now you live in your own apartment at the same but you go to the same school? Um yeah, I go to the same school but I have uh I live in a house with three of my close friends. My close friends. Okay. Now here listen, I'm not a therapist, but I feel like I can give you really good advice. And I could also talk to you for the next hour, but I'm gonna try to get to other phone calls. Yeah. So my I'm gonna say here are a few things. Just practice um speaking up for yourself making sure that if you don't feel somebody understands you, whether it's a boyfriend, you're on a date, you're with a friend, you're with your family, whoever it is, you're, you're ordering food at, like, McDonald's, even though I, I really hope you don't go to McDonald's, and I'm sure you don't. But uh, if wherever, you're, wherever you are, whenever this happens, if you feel like you're not, you're not making yourself clear and that you're not communicating clearly and the, other, and, and the other person hasn't heard what you're trying to say, then instead mm-hmm. of turning inward and just giving up, my my homework for you is to just practice making sure people understand what you're trying to communicate, okay? Mhm. And just oh, like that's... keep doing that, and just keep keep doing that in every situation you're in, because I bet if you put your attention on it, you'll notice this happens in like every situation with the people, girls you're living with, with your family, uh, with the dudes you're dating. Clearly, and also it's okay to be single. Write down in your journal everything that that you want and the kind of person you hope to attract. Focus on your school. Figure out how to communicate within the, the platonic relationships you have with girlfriends and family and, and whatever. 
and uh, mm-hmm. and you know, masturbate, masturbate <laughs> until, and that'll keep your mojo. I never even used the word mojo, but I appreciate you bringing it back. And then that, that'll keep up your mo- your mojo or whatnot. And uh, you know, it's just it'll get better. I promise. Like you're 21 now, and I know that like there's a big difference between 21 years old and 26 years old. And I know that a lot of my friends who are 26, 27. They're even they're still still so young, but like when you turn twenty six, twenty seven, you start to notice like, oh hey, wait a minute, I can be the same version of myself in every single situation, because I know um, a lot of people when they're like in their teens or their early twenties, you kind of compartmentalize your life and you're different people around different people, like you're different versions mm-hmm. of yourself with different people. You don't really know how to stick up for yourself. You're not really a hundred percent on your identity, and mm-hmm. it'll get better. But you just have to like. Keep listening to how you feel, paying attention to, like, your your intuition and your, your gut instinct and, like, the reactions you're having around people. And just make sure you fight yourself every step of the way because it seems like you're the one getting in your own way kind of where you might be picking bad people or you're just not, you're not fucking, uh, you're just caving in on yourself and you aren't, like, working hard enough to, like, make sure people understand you because maybe you feel like, oh, you know, I don't want to, waste their time or it takes too much energy and it's too hard for me to make them understand me and just yeah. take the time because you're just as important as everyone else. But I hope, does that help at all? Yeah, that helps a lot. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So like, and then call in and check in with me and if you if you have weird depression moments, uh, just check in with me and then you might have to go back into therapy and I don't know, you never know if there's a chemical imbalance and I, and I don't advocate like taking medication to, but if it's something where you get so depressed you're suicidal or it gets really, really heavy and it, all it would take would be like, you know, a, a low dose of a pill to get your chemicals balanced. I mean, fuck, what, whatever it takes because, you know, you don't want to yeah. be miserable and hurting yourself and feeling like so low, you know, but, but just check in with me every once in a while, okay? All right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Um, I'm going to take this next one. And Bam? Uh, hi, this is Heather from Arkansas. Hi, Heather from Arkansas. How old are you again? I'm 15. I'm a baby. <laughs> 15, the baby from Arkansas. Her name's Heather, and one time she submitted a really adorable video to Make It Yours Mondays, and it's mm-hmm. the cutest video I've ever gotten in my entire my entire life. Okay, what's going on with you tonight? Um, okay, so... Uh, I don't know if you remember about Johnny, but he's my boyfriend who lives in California, and he's Heather. 18. Um, yes, everybody, Heather Heather has an 18-year-old cool boyfriend named Johnny, because anybody named Johnny is super cool, duh, and uh, he lives in California, just like Heather just said. All right, what's going on tonight? Um, well, I'm going to visit his family in, for Christmas, and um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm kind of sick today. Um I have a two-part question. One is, um, what kind of gift should I buy for his family members to make a good impression on them for Christmas? And second of all, um, what are the good places to go shopping in the L.A. area? Oh, where in L.A. does he live? Um, well, he doesn't live exactly in L.A. He lives um, in Escondido, which is more in um, San Diego, but I have a cousin who lives there, and she's going to, like, take me to LA and stuff so okay so you're gonna your cousin's gonna take you to Hollywood right mm-hmm. yeah okay well this is a two-part question first of all who paid for the ticket for you to go to Los Angeles um my parents oh well that's nice but they must like him have they met him before yeah he spent the summer with me 
Oh, I really would have preferred him to pay for the ticket, but he is only 18, so it's cool. As long as you're not, as long as you're not paying and somebody else is paying, this is great. Okay, cool. So your parents got the ticket. They like Johnny. This makes me feel good. So now I can answer the rest of your questions. Okay. Um, wait, don't you paint and do art stuff? Mm-hmm. So why don't you like paint them something? Like their parents like paint something, or I don't know, you get them like beautiful like leather bound journals or some kind of like blank book journal that you could like write a little note to them and be like I don't know because I I like journals but maybe their parents they don't like that shit but I think it's romantic and dreamy to give people um you know blank blank books that are like you know nice cool looking you know or or uh I I feel like women like candles so you could always get the mom like a nice vanilla smelling candle because what kind of asshole doesn't like a a, a vanilla scented candle Okay well I, I don't I don't really need help with the mom cuz I already painted her something but the main thing is like his dad and his sisters who are in their 20s just give the dad a blowjob and call it a day just kidding <laughs> Heather well, I can't believe you just said that anyway okay Heather I think you don't have to get the dad a gift I think just uh what do you okay? You you did paint the mom something. That's fantastic. I guessed it. Yes. Right. Yes. Did you really paint? Did you really paint the mom something, or are you just lying to me? Um. No, I really painted her. A, um. It's a fairy on a flower because apparently she's really into fairy stuff. I don't know. Must be an well, Irish that's weird. thing. <laughs> that's weird. Okay. Cool. Whatever. That's her problem. Anyway, so you painted her something. I totally called it. I'm amazing. Uh. The dad, don't give him a blowjob. Uh, that was a joke. Okay, let's see. What can you get the dad? You could get the dad a, does he smoke cigars? Ask Johnny. Ask Johnny. Why the fuck aren't you asking Johnny? Your boyfriend. Because, because he, he, like, he no, he's not good with gift giving. Well, he's, more of a, he's more of a gift card kind of guy, you know what I mean? Why don't you get the dad a... I don't really think you have to give the dad anything. I think it's a sweet enough gesture that you got the, you painted them something for the mom. You, see, you ask Johnny to find out what his dad likes, and then just okay. God, paint something, paint something for the dad too. I, th- I think the dad can rot. I think like the dad does not need a fucking gift. Like you paid for your own ticket, you're coming out there, you're this sweetheart, you're adorable. He's probably, you know, he's probably it's just whatever. Anyway, I'm not gonna make some other dirty joke, but um, I don't think you need to give the dad anything. Okay. All right. You're you're 15 years old. Like, where is all the money coming from? What are you supposed to do? Get him a hundred dollar gift certificate to like Target or the Apple Store? Like, fuck that asshole. I can't believe he even expects a gift. Um, yeah. Does that help? Um, yeah, it does. Thanks. Okay. Be careful. Well, you have had sex, haven't you? Yeah. Okay, good. Good for you. This is great. This is exactly how I think every 15 year old should be. Just like Heather. I'm not kidding. I lost my virginity when I was 15. How old were you when you lost yours? 15. Awesome. This is great. Um, okay. Um, what? Oh, do you guys use protection? My parents put me on birth control. What champions? I love these people. Oh, I've got to tell you what to where to go shopping. Okay, here's where you go shopping. Ready? Yes. Okay. You're gonna go to Wasteland, and it's awesome. And it's a it's a, a vintage clothing store on Melrose called Wasteland. W a s t e l a n d, and it's huge and it's fucking epic and it's on Melrose and there's a bunch of other shops on that street it's crazy so many shops then there's a, um, there's a store called American Rag and it's on La Brea and it's not super far from Wasteland it's kind of a walk but you can totally do the walk it's awesome um, they have new stuff and vintage stuff and it's super highbrow and there's a really cute cafe right next door that's like super cute uh, 
actor dudes go there and have coffee, and you can go there with your friend and flirt with cute actor dudes or whatever. Um, let's see. Uh, last time I went there, I saw Anton Yelchin there. So I don't know what that means, but he was there. So who knows what else could happen at that place. Okay, so, oh, and then there's a place called, um, hmm, called, hold on a second, don't go. I'm checking this out. Oh, Fred Siegel. This is very expensive, and I don't think you should buy anything here, but you should definitely look, and there's also a cafe there. It's super highbrow and awesome. It's called Fred Siegel. It's on Melrose, but it's it's further down from Wasteland. Uh, where else should you go? Anybody else in Los Angeles who's calling in, and I see a couple 310 area codes, please tell Heather where she should shop. Why the fuck up? Oh, oh, you should go. God damn it. There's, an America, there's also a, uh, an American apparel on Melrose, but, I mean, I'm sure you get enough of those where you are. Um, actually, you don't, they don't have American apparel in Arkansas. <laughs> what the fuck? They don't? What the fuck? Somebody get Doug Charney on the line. I can't believe this. Okay, well, that's – all right. Now I'm not, I'm not so embarrassed. Okay, go to American, uh, American apparel. It's also on Melrose. And there's a good place to see bands play called the Troubadour. Not that you asked about that, but I'm just saying uh, – where else? If I think of any, I'll keep talking about them on the show, okay? Okay. All right, Heather, have a blast. Merry Christmas in advance. All right, area code 917. Hello. Hello. Somebody's calling from New York. This is very exciting. Who is this? This is Giselle. Am I really on the air? Oh, my God, I'm so excited. This is, I'm excited, too. So, wait, what's your name? How old are you, and where are you calling from? Giselle, 20, from New York. Zhao, 20, from New York. Okay, what's going on with you tonight? Um, oh, my problem is really weird and kind of boring in comparison. But um, basically, I uh, went on a date about a month ago, and now it's, like, really petered out. And I don't know. I don't even know what I'm actually calling about. I call it a whim. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know what my problem is. Okay, go ahead. What do you used to say? Um, well, I can. I, the connection is a little bit fuzzy. I can't hear you so well, but I, I want to know how how I spell your name. Uh, G I S E L E. What? I, I'm trying to. I, I think it's. I spelled it Z A W Z A O because I'm completely. I can't understand you very well, but I want to get into this. So you're dating. Okay, you're dating a guy. It got played out. It fizzled out, and then you called yeah. me. Yeah. Then I called you. So. Exactly what's the problem, because you sound super sexy, and you live in New York, so I don't see where there could be a, a problem whatsoever. So what what's your problem? I, I think I'm a bad texter. Okay. Well, I still can't spell your name, so uh, I I feel like you're, you're a bad texter? Is this a prank call? No. Um, why do you feel like you're a bad texter? I don't know. I just do. Well, hmm. let me think this over. I'm going to take another phone call because I don't really see what the problem is. You dated some bonehead. The texting didn't work out. He should be calling you. He should be paying for dinner, paying for your cab rides, going down on you for, for you know, 10 minutes at a time. Uh, I don't know. Your life sounds pretty great to me, but I'm going to think about this and then and then figure out what exactly the problem is because I really don't think there's that big of a problem, but we'll get back to that. Some weird caller is calling from 0248015 what? It's you. If you think it's you, say hello. Oh, they hung up. They hung up. 
Oh, no, he didn't. Hello? If you think I may be talking to you and you've called me, say hello. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. Okay, area code 416. Hello? Hello, who's this? Hello? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, my name is Florence. I'm 14 and I'm calling from Canada. You're 14 and you're calling me from Canada? This might be the best day of my entire life. I can't believe it. What's going on in Canada? It's cold and it's like close to 1 a.m. here. So pretty excited to talk to you, though. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm sorry if I've said too many inappropriate things because you're only 14, but you're practically 30 because 14-year-olds nowadays are pretty really? pretty highly evolved. Okay, so where in Canada are you calling from and what's your problem? Ontario. And this is not really my problem. It's just a question for my friend. Um, I have a friend who's also 14. Um, she's having she has a boyfriend and they have sex a lot or something. And um she told me that I just wanted to know if it's possible. Like she was having sex on her period and he they were like and then he came and he was pulling out, and the condom, like, stayed inside of her. And I just wanted to know if it was possible for her to get pregnant. Yeah, it, it totally It totally. she was on her period, like, yes, her listen, period was almost, Sorry. Okay. Yeah, if she was having her period, that's the fucking oldest myth in the book. It's like people say it's not as likely to get your period, to, to get pregnant when you're on your period because technically – you're ovulating 14 days after you start your period, but but those rules change, and you never know exactly when you're going to get pregnant. And she should take the morning after pill, or she should have taken the morning after pill the day after. If if, if he came in the condom and it got lodged in her, and maybe it broke or whatever, and there was cum inside of her vagina, she should totally. I mean, yeah, it's you don't want cum inside your pussy ever. I'm sorry, you're 14. I'm so sorry. It doesn't matter. <laughs> She said that she looked at some sy- symptoms and she was supposed to get them after eight days and she, like, is that correct or something? God, the 14-year-olds really are they're pulling out all the stops here. Uh, she looked online, Googled pregnancy symptoms, and she yeah. has none of them. She has none of them so she doesn't think she's pregnant. Well, listen, she could always do the, this crazy thing called taking a pregnancy test. Like, she could always take a pregnancy test. Does she have – it's too late for her to take the morning after pill now. Um, yeah, but, it happened over two weeks ago. Oh, my God. You know what happened? Um, somebody I know who's under 16, like, they asked me – a girl asked me to buy her the morning after pill because you have to be a certain age to buy the morning after pill. So I'm, like, her big sister. So I, like, had to buy her the morning after pill. Because it turns out I didn't realize that there was like an age limit on over the counter morning after pill, but I guess that makes sense. But um, or does it? Anyway, uh, okay. Why does it, I, does she have a gynecologist? Can you find out if she has a doctor that she can go to just and talk to her doctor one on one without her parents involved? Um, no. She's um, she's like really bad. She's sneaking behind her parents' back. There is nothing she could possibly do without her parents finding out. Now wait a minute. Doesn't uh, doesn't Canada have like way better health care than America? So can't she? Is there, is there a free clinic she can go to that you guys can like after school just like you know hop on a bus and go to the free clinic? I don't know. I was thinking Planned Parenthood, but I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. 
That's what I was. That's what I. That's what I meant. I wasn't sure if there was one over there. Yes. Okay. Planned Parenthood. Go to Planned Parenthood. This is perfect. Like, what would Planned Parenthood be able to do for her? Planned Parenthood. They they would. They could get her. They could give her a pregnancy test. They could do a urine sample. Give her a pregnancy test. They could give her condoms. They could. I think they have the they have the morning after pill there. They could. Everything she needs is at Planned Parenthood. It's perfect, and and it's it's private. She doesn't have to bring her parent. Like it's exactly what you guys need. So I I think both of you should go there and and like, and you know, or you could just go buy. You can go buy a pregnancy test at the drugstore. You know. Yeah, I know. This is like an episode of Punky Brewster or some kind of like movie from like the eighties or whatever, where it's like. The two 14-year-old girls who are having sex and couldn't tell anybody about their secrets. So, like, you know, well, hand I'm in hand. Sex. I'm not having sex. Okay, well, all right. How do you feel about that? Is that okay? You're not ready yet, right? That's good. No, I just, I gave a guy a blowjob before, but that doesn't matter. That does matter. That's a big deal. Are you okay? Yeah, I felt kind of weird after, but it's cool. I think that, yeah, trust your gut. Don't give any guys any blowjobs anytime soon. I mean, just take a break. That's gross. I was think I was 14. I was 14 when I went I went to City Walk with my friend, and she met some dude at City Walk, and then I got stuck with the dude's ugly friend. And then before I knew it, we're 14 years old. We got in the car with these strange dudes who were like 16 or 17, went to one of the dude's houses because he was, he didn't he was like emancipated and didn't live with his parents. And while my friend went to go make out with, like, the older 17-year-old, I was in the bedroom with the other, like, 16 or 17-year-old, and that's when I gave my first blowjob, and I didn't even want to. And it was so gross. And I remember him, like, I was so unsure of myself, and he pushed my head down. He did that, like, like rapist maneuver, even though I wasn't raped. Like, he did that rapist maneuver where he, like, pushed my head down to his crotch. And, and then, like, he, like, unzipped his pants and, like, took his dick out. And then I, I saw this, like, mushy thing of skin in front of my face, and it was all, like, mushy and weird and white and gross, and, like, and he was, like, and then I think I get, that's when I get my first blowjob, and it was so weird to me, and I was, like, ah, I don't want to be doing this, like, 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 the last, like, a few callers ago, I don't know if you were listening, but, uh, this one girl named Nan, she felt like she couldn't, she can't speak up for herself or something, or she had, uh, you know, what, whatever, so I felt like I couldn't stick up for myself, and I had to do this thing, so I gave him a blowjob. And then I was so grossed out and felt so uncomfortable, and I wanted to get the hell out of there. And then he goes, hey, Alexi, you know what that smell is in the air? You know what that smell is? And I went, what? And he goes, that's the smell of sex. And I was like, gross, oh, God. Anyway, so, and I don't think I'd give another blowjob for, like, a year. Well, even though you think it's horrible, it's way better than my experience. So you should be somewhat... That should at least be comforting to you or something. What did you say? No, I said that it's better than my experience. <gasps> what was your experience? It it happened. <laughs> I'm so ashamed to say this. It happened in the forest near Children's Park. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, don't be and, ashamed. Are you okay? I mean, can I go... I'm happy to hear the story. It was really bad, and I felt sick after. And now I'm just grossed out by everything, by boys. I don't, I don't like boys or anything. 
anymore. I don't feel. I'm not sure. Oh my goodness. Well, who is this boy? What did like? Where did he come from? And why did he take you into the forest? Because like he showed me his penis at school, and then it just happened. It, I, it just happened. <laughs> well, let me tell you. I totally get that weird shit happens when you're 14 and 15. I'm just glad, like, I'm glad he didn't have sex with you and that you two, and, and you're not with, I'm glad you got out of the forest. Uh, I'm sorry you had an uncomfortable experience. And let me just let you know that, like, you can turn this into a learning experience and just now you can take your time to get to know guys because I swear to God, just because this guy was, this was a bad experience with a guy, there are, there are really good guys out there who will treat you really well and, and listen to you and be your best friend and take take time to get to know you and make sure you're comfortable before they, like, you know, try to touch your body or put your their, your boobs in their mouth or whatever, so or whatever, or make you give them a blowjob. Like, you give a blowjob, the next time you're going to give a blowjob is when you want to give a blowjob. And it's going to be on your terms, and it's going to be with a guy who is really respectful and doesn't take you into the forest, I promise. I mean, you have to promise me. You promise me that that will be the case? Yeah, I promise. And I want you to, I do want you to have hope that, like, that guy that you hung out with doesn't represent every man, that, like, there are good people out there, okay? Yeah, I know. Just making sure. I just, I don't know. We just met. This is our first chat. I just want to make sure you know. And, no, uh, I've talked to you before. Oh, okay. Well, you have to refresh my memory because I talked to a bunch of people. It, it, I called about, like, uh, around me or something about some weight issue. Oh, my goodness. Okay, in May. Yeah, it's November now, so I, forgive me. Forgive me for not remembering everything. But So what's going on with that? Um, it's getting better, I guess. Not sure. What does that mean? You don't sound happy. Tell me what's up. I don't know. It's, um, I think it's getting worse or something. My mom keeps pressuring me to lose weight, but that just makes me gain more. Does that make sense? Yeah, who is pressuring you? The connection is weird. Who is? My mom. Oh, God, I remember this. Your mom is a jerk. She has her own problems. Go fuck your mom. Like, your mom's being a dick, okay? Like, like, just, oh, God, I'm so sorry because these are people that are in our life that we, that we're supposed to, to trust and we think that they know everything. We put them on a pedestal, like, She's just trying to figure it out. She doesn't. There's no manual on on how to raise a, a child, and you're 14. And this is a hard time. And and if you're if you've gained weight, she thinks that she's doing the right thing by being a strong parent and telling you to lose weight. And it's so tricky. Like this is a very slippery slope, and it's really emotional. And oh God, I'm so sorry. Just if you can try to tune that out and just take a breath and like shut her out and just assume she has the best intentions and she's not trying to offend you and and be mean. And just, just are you exercising? Are you eating less? Like when we talked about drinking water and going on a walk a day, what's what's going on with that? Um, I like, I drink lots of water. Um, I walk and stuff. It's going good, but it's just like the whole, um, I don't know, I forgot the word, the word was just in my mind, but it's the whole serving thing, the how much food I take or whatever, that thing. Portion control, portion control. Yeah. That's that's the problem I'm having with it. Other than that, exercising is good. I'm taking gym 
in high school, so. Uh. Okay, Florence, Hello? listen to me. Hello, Florence, I, can you hear me? Yeah. I did the same thing tonight. Tonight, I was starving. I was exhausted. I went to Whole Foods. I got, like, a, I got like a, a packet of salami, and, like, I, I started eating the salami in the car because I was, like, exhausted, and I was, like, craving some kind of, like, you know, decadent-type cured meat or whatever. So, anyway, whatever. So I started eating salami in the car, and then before you know it, I've eaten the entire, like, package of salami uh, in my car, and I'm like, what have I done? And I, like, still feel slightly sick from it. Uh Every girl, I'm sure, every girl has food issues. Men have food issues. Portion control is, like, the biggest, like, it's a huge problem. It's hard to stop eating. Like, you know, even when you're full, it's just hard to stop. So I will do something if you do something. Uh, I have to remember to do this, too. Okay. How about eat, if you have a plate and your plate is full of stuff, eat half of your food, just half of it, and then take a break from eating for, like, 20 minutes. Like, eat a little bit slower Give yourself, like, 15 to 20 minutes after you finished, like, half of your of your plate. And then just drink some water, talk to your friend, go on the Internet. Just take your time, and you'll notice, I'm sure, and just tell me if you notice this and tell me if I'm totally wrong, but I think I'm right. You'll notice that in 20 minutes, like, that's how long it will take your brain to realize you're full. Because if you just keep eating nonstop and I do the same thing, I can just fucking eat, like, a, a whole thing of bread, a whole box of cereal, a package of salami, like, and then the and then when I stop, and like a half hour later, I'm laying there and I'm like, holy fuck, what just happened? I'm so full. I can't believe this. Like, can you relate to that at all? Yeah. Can you really? Yeah, and then but then um like I do the worst thing. I go back and I finish eating it, even though I I know I'm full, but I I force myself to finish eating it. Why? I don't know. And then, um, like, sometimes I'll be full, and I know I'm full, but then I just go and I eat for some reason. You know what? It's because, oh, God, I don't know all of this stuff at all, but I'm just telling you from my experience. I, I'm i an emotional eater, and I used to be, like, 15 to 20 pounds heavier when I was younger and stuff, and it's because, yeah, I would eat out of boredom. I would eat if I felt lonely. I would eat if I felt sad. I would eat if I was you know, just wanting to kind of fill a void, you know, in me. And if you're bummed out and you're home and you're depressed and you're annoyed by your mom and there's nothing else to do but, like, be on Facebook and there's a fucking half a plate of food or a box of whatever, a bullshit to to stuff in your mouth and it tastes good and it gives you instant gratification, yeah, fuck, yeah, you're probably going to eat that stuff. I can totally relate to that. But right now, you really have to, I mean, this is easier said than done, but... It's like you really have to practice self-control because I know I have to do that. I, have to, I had to start doing that when it came to, like, because I, I would I would pop zits on my face. Like, I would, like, pop pimples on my face. And then, like, my job, my day job is to, like, I would go out on castings and go on commercial castings, and that's how I make a living. So it's like I can't be fucking popping zits on my face and then going to these things. But I would. But I shouldn't be, but I would. And then I have to put all this fucking makeup on my face, and I would feel really gross because I had so much fucking makeup on my face and I would feel ugly and I would feel like people are judging me and I wouldn't feel like the best version of myself I can possibly be. And then the really shitty part was the only person I had to blame was myself because I fucking did that shit to my own face. Like, I did home surgery on my fucking pimply face. Like, And then I would be so bummed. Why did I do that? Now I feel like shit. And it's the same thing with overeating because, but it's so hard to do. 
And with the zit stuff, with the pimples, I just had to fucking practice some major self-control. I had to, like, remember, like, I don't like how I feel. Remember how you feel the next day after you pop the zit and your face looks fucking crazy. Okay, don't do it, don't do it. I put a facial mask on so I wouldn't touch the pimples that I wanted to pop. Um, And then with the food stuff, you just have to, like, you eat the half of that plate of food and you throw it away so you can't go pick it. And and then don't go pick it out of the garbage and eat it. Um, And... And you just don't have food around the house that's like, don't have chips around. Why do that to yourself? Like, you live with your parents. I don't know what kind of food they keep in the cupboards and the fridge, but... They don't keep chips. They don't? No, my mom said it's it's poison. Well, your mom has her own weird eating issues, too. I'd like to talk to her. (laughs) That would be fantastic. But, okay. Well, good. I didn't have chips and soda when I was a kid and all that stuff because my parents said it was poison also. But, um, I mean... It's just about practicing self-control, drinking drinking water, being nice to yourself, knowing it's not going to be exactly the way you want it to be overnight, and it's going it's it's like a lifetime work. Like it's a life, it's, it's a lifetime of work trying to instill, you know, self-discipline and figuring out what works for you, and it's just a life practice. Okay, so like don't beat yourself up if tomorrow you eat a little bit more than you think you should. Okay. Just the next day, just keep getting better and better. And, like, eat when you're hungry. Don't let yourself go get starving. Eat when you're hungry, but just try to eat a little bit less than everything. You don't have to finish everything on your plate. And uh, and plus, you're 14. So many people have baby weight and baby fat when they're 14. Oh, my God. I had tons of baby fat when I was 14, and, like, I was so bummed. I was like, oh, my thighs, my thighs are touching, and I don't feel, and I'm like, you know, I wasn't super skinny when I was 14. I wasn't fat, but I was, like, I was bummed. I wasn't happy. But I think, you know what, I bet even the skinniest girl in school is not happy with her body. Every girl, every boy now even, I swear to God, they have body issues, and it's a normal thing. Just be kind to yourself and just just practice every day, like, just being nice to yourself and exercising, drinking water, and eating, eating, eating not eating everything on the plate. But you're fine. I don't want you to starve yourself. I don't want you to take diet pills. I don't want you to do anything crazy, okay? Like, promise me. Okay. Okay, I promise. And then just, just tune your mom out. So she means well. She, she's she's not helping, but she means well. And just forgive her because she, she there's no manual for, for raising a child, okay? And, and a 14-year-old girl is probably a hard, a hard age to be the parent for, you know? Yeah. Okay, well, tell your friend... And oh, yeah, and then on on a side note, go to Planned Parenthood with your friend, okay? Okay, okay. And next, and if I ever go to Canada, um, you have to tell me where where, where I should go, okay? Okay. Okay. okay bye, Florence. Uh, bye. All right. Area code three two three. Three two three. What does it all mean? <laughs> That's, That's my West area Hollywood. code. It's West yeah, it Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's this? How old are you? Oh, and you're calling from WeHo. This is Sam calling from WeHo. I'm 38. That's some really Have good you advice before? you just gave that girl. Oh, you think no. it was? Yeah, it was really good. It's kind of amazing that you can give some people so much of your attention for so long. Good. good. I know. It is really weird. And then I thought maybe I shouldn't talk about things that make me sound like gross, but then I feel like I might as well reveal all my own stuff or nobody's going to, like, learn anything. Okay, so what's going on with you? Oh, not much, you know. I just uh, I'm, I'm having trouble figuring out how to how to meet anyone, you know. Completely isolated and just uh, 
I, I, I haven't been involved in the dating scene in like three or four years, and now I'm trying to sort of like meet someone. I've been, you know, just single for too long, and I'm, I, I'm terrible at it. And um, I, I, it's, it, it's also related to the fact that you're directly involved in, in this problem of mine. Because um, I saw I you tonight at Whole Foods. What's that? <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, my. I, okay, I, keep going. I saw you tonight, Hope, and I smiled at you. I'm not trying to, like, you know, make it into, like, a major thing. I just don't even know how to get past smiling at a girl. And I, I remembered smiling at you. And I was wondering if you would remember, if you could tell me how I could have, like, approached you. <laughs> Wait, okay. Uh, let me just get this straight. Hold on one second. Um, did you approach me? Because a guy did approach me at Whole Foods. But was that you? Well, I had the beard. I just, I thought, you may not have, you may not have even seen me. I don't know. Uh, a lot, Wait, a lot no, of the, a guy... Wait, Sam, a guy came up to me and said hello to me at Whole Foods. Was that you? Well, I didn't say hello. I just kind of smiled when you were walking in from your car, and then I saw you a couple times while we were in the store. Um, oh, my goodness. I can't. First of all, did I look cute? Yes, you looked great. I've seen you there before. Like, I, I, I've seen you there before. Oh, my goodness. This is so funny. This is a little bit really weird and funny, but, uh, okay, well, not only did I look cute, and I'm very excited about that, and I'll make it about you in a second, I swear. Um, that means that that means that two guys hit on me today, almost, because you didn't say hello, and a guy who doesn't have a beard did say hello. So that means I must look way cuter than I thought. See, everybody, sometimes you're your own worst enemy, and you're being all mean to yourself, because I thought I looked really gross today, but I didn't. Anyway, okay, back to you, Sam. Well, you should have just said hello. Yeah, I guess I, I just I I can't seem to figure out how to like even get past the problem. It's like I don't even know. I just uh, it's the same. It happens over and over and over. Like whenever I see anyone, and, and literally I got, I've been single now for about three and a half, four years. So it's time for me to start, you know, sort of getting out there again. And I can't like even get it. I can't even initiate any type of conversation. It's ridiculous. Okay, well, first of all, let's let's stop that. Let's nip that in the bud because. Uh... You live in West Hollywood, so you're not isolated. You live in a crazy, bustling epicenter of Los Angeles. You go out and run errands, and you went to Whole Foods, and you're surrounded by people, and you just called me, so you are talking to me, even though you can't see me and it feels safer. You are still able to communicate because you're doing it right now, so don't, don't sell yourself so short. So anyway, um, why has it been so long since you've been in a relationship? What happened in your last relationship, and what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm an actor, and my my last relationship ended. Uh, my my last girlfriend died, and then my <gasps> life was sort of yeah, my life was sort of a mess. And then I you know had to just leave town for a little while and just re- rebuild, regroup, and that took a little while. And then it just started becoming very isolated. And now I'm sort of like three years into it, and I'm just realizing that I have to like figure out how to sort of make some changes, or you know I'm just going to continue to isolate even more and more. I mean, not good, you know. Um. Oh my God! So your last girlfriend died. Have you called me before? No, no. Okay. Oh yeah, I already asked you that. Um, do you? Are you good looking? Say again. Are you good looking? Yeah, I I think I don't know. I mean, I I I think I am, but then you know I I like I I also obviously create you know, scenarios in my head because I thought that I. I thought that I was flirting with you. See, I don't, I don't even think people know that I'm. I think I'm flirting, and I don't. Or I, you know, I, I approach people, so it's, uh, you know, I don't know. People even uh, notice me or not. 
<laughs> where, where, where were you when, you when you smiled at me? Because I'm a, I can be a space cadet, especially when I'm at Whole Foods, because I love Whole Foods so much. I'll just meander around there all the time, and I just uh, I don't know what's going on. And plus, I'm usually looking at everybody, and I don't even know. I don't know. I, sometimes I don't think people are. Here's the thing: girls don't. Girls are hoping that men will fall in love with them all the time, or say hello, or flirt with them, and 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 whatever. So, so girls are just as in their head as as you might be, like. You know, so just remember oh, yeah. that that everybody everybody's freaked out and like and and scared of being made vulnerable and all this stuff. But um, what aisle were we in when we saw each other? What? what uh, well, I mean, I I was outside when you sort of. The reason it was significant to me is because I I sort of recognized you from the last time that I'd seen. I kind of sort of smiled at you like I knew you, and then I realized oh, she doesn't know me, and so it felt awkward to me. You may not have even noticed me or seen me. Um, and then now no, I've crossed your path a couple times in the supermarket. But each time, but but the real thing I was, you know, my my problem is, is that, what do I, you know, I, I don't even know how to sort of approach someone that I might be following around the supermarket, you know, like where where you know what, I gotta I gotta get over this because it's just ridiculous. Okay, well, just again, I keep saying this to everybody: take a breath. Next time you see a girl you want to talk to, just take a breath. Don't let everybody see you're taking a huge gasp to, to be calm. But just, like, take a, take a casual, deep breath, and then just take it slow. And actually, your nerves might serve you because instead of making you frantic, they might, like, let your nerves slow you down a bit. Take your breath. Uh, go up to the person. Or just very casually, don't say, like, I like you. I want to go on a date with you. Or do you have a boyfriend? Or just, like, just compliment the girl on something. I like your shoes. Cute thing. You know, cute shoes or... I like your dress, or that's an adorable dress. Anything that's, like, super casual, like, you don't give a fuck, but you're just, notice something. Notice something, and then compliment something about the girl. And then it will start a conversation. Oh, thank you very much. I just got this. I can't believe it. I wasn't even sure if it was cute. Thank you. At least that's what I would have said, because I'm very good at talking to people. And uh, let's see. So then the girl but will isn't go. It, isn't it suspect? It feels like it's suspect if you're doing it in, like, a supermarket. It feels like it's like you're not even suspect. allowed to make it start a the whole point of life is to is to fall in love, and like the whole point of life is to fall in love, and then hopefully make money doing something you love doing. So, so the whole life is divided into career. The whole life is divided into career and love. Okay, love for your friends, for your family, for yourself, for the person that you want to have a child with, and maybe get married to, and then career. You want to do something that like serves you and makes you feel like you're adding to the world. So that's how I divide life. Okay, and so suspect. That doesn't even play into it. Like, yeah, you don't want to be desperate, come off as desperate or pathetic, but nobody wants to come off as desperate or pathetic in any situation. So, like, the deal is you're a good-looking dude, you're shopping at Whole Foods, um, and you saw a cute girl, and you're not a pussy, so you're gonna, and you don't want to lose, you don't want to regret not talking to her, so you're going to compliment her because it's a very casual thing, and more people should compliment each other. And, and then hopefully you'll get a little... You, you pick up on her vibe, if she has a wedding ring on, if she says she has a boyfriend, if she seems cold and she seems like a fucking bitch, uh, then, you know, on to the next thing. Okay, it's a numbers game. Just keep doing it like it's an exercise. Like I told the, one of the girls who called, an exercise that she has to do is to make sure that she communicates until she's heard because she has a problem um, make, feeling like people don't listen to her and that and, and whatever. So your homework is every time you see a girl who's cute, <laughs> you, you compliment you, you approach the girl and you compliment them very casually, but it has to look effortless. So the game is make it look effortless, 
pretend you're looking at something that's like in the same area they're looking at. You're not just fucking right. you know, creeping up on them because that's scary. Because if like, right. if I, right. I didn't, right. I don't, I don't think that's what you're doing, or, or, or I don't, I'm sure you don't do that. But if a guy were staring at me and then kind of like started following me around the store, that would freak me out. As opposed to you got to be cool about it. If you're a guy, you you spot you spot the hot girl that you want to go after immediately or immediately. And this is how I operate with men. I know, I'm at the Whole Foods. I see, I immediately know what I'm dealing with because I, I clock every single attractive person or people that I, like somebody that I might be into. Now, tonight, I didn't have the energy to flirt because I didn't feel like flirting. That was not my goal, okay? I, I needed to eat a big package of, of, of literally of salami, okay? So that was my goal this evening. But normally, when I go into any place, I clock whoever is attractive, and then I'm, I whimsically... And uh, ethereally, uh, that's not even the word, whatever, I go into all the aisles, but I'm always aware of, like, oh, there's that dude again. And he's in my peripheral vision, and it looks effortless. And then if I, like, walk past him, I make sure, like, my facial expression is cute, I look adorable, nothing's in my teeth or my nose. And then I go, oh, excuse me, and I walk past him, and then I get the gauge if he's, like, looking at me. It's just a dance, like the sexy dance. So just make it look effortless and I want you doing that every time you go anywhere. The apple, here are good places. Okay, so the Whole Foods, the Grove, <laughs> the Apple the Apple Store at the Grove, but that's more for men, for women to be picking up on men. Um, where else? Oh, Target. Target on La Brea is the yeah, fucking... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That place is, like, out of control for yeah. hot girls. So, like, so, yeah, call me next week and tell me how many phone numbers you get, and you should have gone on one date, okay? So I'm going to basically start with something very sim- simple and whimsical and wait for a vibe. That's what you're saying. I'm waiting for them to sort of like do, a, yeah, respond to me in some way or another that lets me know whether I should keep talking or not. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like it's called, it's this communication. It's it's people. It's just you're you're gonna you're gonna look at a girl. You're gonna eye fuck a girl. You're gonna like you know what I mean. Like you're just if you see a girl you like, make eye contact. Then you look away. Then you go about your business, but you secretly have a gauge on where 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 she is in the store. Then you run, accidentally run into her again in the same in another aisle, and then you go, excuse me, and you go grab something off the shelf. And then as you're grabbing something off the shelf, you look down and you go, those are really nice shoes. And then she goes, oh, thank you. Because also, like, the girl should think you're kind of ignoring her and that you're not into her. So that when Yeah, you, I do that really well. Yeah, I know. But this time you're going to change that and you're going to up the ante by, like, at the, at the last minute you're going to notice something about her, and then you're going to voice what you notice. And it's always a compliment. Oh my God! Like, whatever. So there you go. We have two more minutes of the simple. show left. That's, that's, that's very simple. Then I will. I'll, I'll try. Okay. Let me know what happens next week. Tell me what happens, and send me a picture of Hold yourself on. so I can be able to recognize you next time I see you at Whole Foods. Okay. Hi. Right, cool. Thanks for your advice. Okay. You're welcome. Boycrazyalexia@gmail.com is my email address. Oh, I have only one minute and forty-five seconds left of the show. You guys, I have so many other calls. Everybody, call me next week. Everybody, I wanted to tell you other things too, but I just did not have time. Thank you to everybody who called me. Thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday and every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can follow me on Twitter, and I would love it if you did, at I'mBoyCrazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. You can always leave a message on my Boy Crazy voicemail box, which is area code 888-666-2045. Email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. And now I'm going to go out on another Jay Tillman song, and it's called Nancy from Now On.
Thanks for listening, guys. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%.
Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.